Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. We have some personnel moves, and could a CFP semifinal be moved? Those are among your lead stories for this morning's Buzzcast. It is Tuesday, December 15th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Let's get right into it. Our Terry Lefton reported yesterday that Anheuser-Busch InBev sports marketing leader Nick Kelly is leaving to become president of MLS expansion franchise Charlotte FC. Charlotte FC will begin play in 2022. Kelly will start at the organization in February and report to Tepper Sports and Entertainment President Tom Glick. Lefton reports that Anheuser-Busch has not named a replacement for Kelly, but that there are a handful of internal candidates. Now, Kelly has a connection to Charlotte. He worked here in the city for NASCAR from 2011 to 2014. This position gets him a larger P&L and, of course, oversight of an entire organization. While at Anheuser-Busch in the past few years, we all know that Nick Kelly helped lead a dramatic sponsorship initiative under which properties sponsored by the company were rewarded with incremental payments if they met specific objectives both on and off the field. So Nick Kelly leaving Anheuser-Busch for Charlotte FC. Let's shift to baseball because Cleveland Indians owner Paul Dolan spoke to the AP yesterday and said that the team will continue to be called the Indians until a new name is chosen. There will be no interim name used at all. The process of changing the name is in its early stages and the team will be known as the Indians at least through this coming season. Dolan acknowledged there was quote definitely some pain in this end quote and moving on from a name that has been with the organization for more than a hundred years. Now focus is turning to the Blackhawks, the Chiefs, and the Braves as the next teams to possibly review their name. The Kansas City Star has an editorial this morning calling on the Chiefs to change their name. Shifting to the NFL, Commissioner Roger Goodell said there is not yet a definitive fan capacity number for Super Bowl 55 at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa on February 7th. He also said that even with the COVID-19 vaccines now being distributed, NFL players and personnel will not be jumping the lines for vaccination before the Super Bowl. He said they are not planning on any of the league personnel being vaccinated in advance of Super Bowl Sunday. Shifting to college sports, the ACC naming Jim Phillips as its new commissioner has been met with rave reviews. If this was a movie debut, it would be four stars all around. Pretty much everybody connected to collegiate sports has praised this hiring. Now, Phillips will succeed the retiring John Swafford. He was a finalist last year to replace Jim Delaney as Big Ten commissioner. He, of course, has had great success at Northwestern. As longtime former athletic director Debbie Yao told Sports Business Daily yesterday, Phillips is respected by the NCAA. 
He's respected by athletic directors throughout the nation, and that's a group of practitioners that he's going to need as his advocates. So I thought Debbie Yao's comments were very telling. Now, no doubt about it, Jim Phillips, incredible people skills. He knows the NCAA landscape incredibly well. He's been on a ton of committees. He has touched virtually every part of intercollegiate athletics. Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports writes a piece where Jim Phillips' first area of getting up to speed will be on the ACC's media deals, specifically with ESPN. But the bottom line is the ACC is getting very high marks in naming Jim Phillips to succeed John Swafford. Meanwhile, the athletic Stuart Mandel reports that the college football playoff management committee is meeting today and Thursday and could make a decision to shift the CFP semifinal from the Rose Bowl because the ACC the SEC and Notre Dame are reportedly making a case to relocate the semifinal from the Rose Bowl to somewhere that would allow student-athlete family members to attend the game. Of course, California is in a lockdown. They would not be able to attend the game under the current condition. Keep your eye on any potential shift of the CFP semifinal from the Rose Bowl set to be played on January 1st. Meanwhile, the AP is reporting the NCAA plans to stage the entire women's basketball tournament in one geographic area, which is not a surprise, and they're focusing on San Antonio, which is not a surprise, as San Antonio is the host of the Final Four. There was some concern whether San Antonio had the scale to host the entire tournament, but the AP has reported that's where the NCAA is focused on for now. For the men's side, they are still focusing on Indianapolis. Meanwhile, Terry Lefton and John Aran of SBJ reported that the NBA is opening up a swath of new advertising inventory for teams. Look for NBA teams to follow the NFL and MLB with tarps with sponsor logos in the lower bowl seating areas at the start of the season. Teams will control the tarp signage as local inventory, but the league will control the tarp signage for national broadcasts and will not put ads on the tarps at those games, but just league messaging. Meanwhile, the NBA is allowing clubs to sell additional camera-visible LED signage around the court, and under consideration is a very significant plan to create activation areas in spaces that would normally be occupied with lower-level seats and fans along courtside. So this would allow areas to be opened up for full activation areas. Think of an auto sponsor putting the latest models of their cars on the floor to allow that to be a showcase. So all these things under consideration as the NBA sets to begin its season later this month. And we'll end with two stories from outside North America, but I think very interesting. We've talked about the investment community's interest in global sports. Well, U.S.-based sports investment group MS Sports Capital has pumped nearly $250 million into McLaren Racing. It could eventually own a 33% stake in McLaren Racing by the end of 2022. MSP principal Jeff Morad, the former agent and baseball team owner, will sit on the McLaren Racing Board as a non-executive director. To me, this is a very clear signal. MSP Sports Capital pumping a lot of money into Formula One because they are betting on the long-term future of Formula One and like its prospects. And we'll end with this because unfortunately it keeps going back and forth. But the six EPL clubs based in London will not be allowed to have supporters 
reporters at games after the British capital was placed under major restrictions due to the spike in COVID cases. Remember, fans just two weeks ago were allowed back, but now fans of Arsenal, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Tottenham, and West Ham will not be allowed to attend games while London is in these restrictive stages. So it's been back and forth for EPL teams who have really wanted to bring fans back to the action. So that is your morning buzzcast for a very busy Tuesday, December 15th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody stays safe, stays healthy, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex. Equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.